0: Hey, you're listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information and free resources, you can check out SovereignGraceMusic.org. Thanks for joining us. My name is Bob Coughlin. I'm here with David Zimmer and my son, Devin Coughlin, and we're in the middle Of a series on shepherding souls through song, which I've just so enjoyed. Devin, it's been Mm -hmm. so great having you here for this. Mm -hmm. Um, We've covered how songs can help us feed the church, they can help us lead the church, they can help us care for the church, Mm -hmm. and so there are two more I think think we can get to in this podcast. Um, Songs can help us protect the flock, and songs are a means of um, modeling for the flock what what uh, praise of God looks like. Mm. So let's dive in to how songs help us protect the flock. This is taken from um, Acts 20, where Paul's speaking to the Ephesian elders and he's encouraging them, tell, warning them that fierce wolves will come in among them. Um, so part of our the role of a pastor is to protect the, the church, protect the flock. And we've said on previous podcasts that you don't have to be a pastor to have that heart. Have that hmm. that that sense, hmm. um, and the songs we sing can be a means of helping to protect the church because we're not the only voices seeking to influence the hearts and minds of the people in our church.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: So we want to take not only the preaching of the word as an you know integral part of that, but the very songs we sing. And then we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Uh, did you find that quote you're looking for? From yeah well Calvin? I,
1: I think there's there's two ways that we or there's probably more than two, but I'm going to mention at two. at least two at <laughs> least two two ways that uh, uh, how we what we sing and how we sing protects the church. Uh, one is doctrinally, mm-hmm. and so there are uh, those choosing songs, the songs that we sing, um, they have the responsibility to protect the doctrine of the Church, yes, yes. Uh, and so what we sing matters, and so we talked a lot about that when we talked about feeding the flock and mm-hmm. uh, singing songs that are governed by the Word of God. So there's that doctrinal side of it. Um, I love Calvin, he talks about the, the... This is the the other way that we're protected, is uh, the the world is always trying to distract us and our flesh yes, is always trying yes, to pull away. Yes. And so Calvin talks about how God has given us all, all manner of means this is in his foreword to the Psalter again, all manners of means to distract us from the mm. world mm. Uh, mm. and how, how the flesh pulls us away. And he does that, one of the principal means he does that is through truth married to melody mm. oh, wow. because of how music wow. stirs us mm. and, uh, and compels us. And so when, um, yeah, when, when we're tempted to be drawn to the world or tempted to press into our sin, music and melody... it's an opportunity to be pulled away from that. And so we can protect the people of God. Since I've kind of probably butchered what he actually says, I'll read read what he says. He says this, he says, our Lord to distract us and draw us away from the allurements of the flesh and of the world presents us every means possible in order to occupy us in that spiritual joy, which he so commends to us. Mm -hmm. So singing is a a means of occupying us in that Mm -hmm. spiritual joy, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. God holds out to us in Christ. Uh, And God chiefly provides music For this use,
0: which I think helps helps us understand why, you know, in often in in church music there is this attempt to attempt to make it beautiful and you know appealing and Mm. desirable and moving, but not always for the right reasons. Mm. And what what you are just quoting, uh, truth married to melody. It's Mm. the truth. Mm. That really changes people, and the the music provides this this vehicle, this delivery process
1: that that makes the truth that Mm -hmm. much more meaningful, that much more powerful, that much more impacting. And and keeps it with us. Yes, yeah, Yeah, yeah. memorable. Take Mm -hmm. it with us. Well, another way I think uh, this protection comes is... uh, There's a a philosopher that that he said that... um, it was Alistair McIntyre, and he talks about the importance of story. And mm. he says we can't answer what we are to do until we first answer what story or stories oh, we're yeah, a part yeah, of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that happens in our in our corporate worship is we are building people into the story yeah. uh, that, that God is working out through yes. redemptive history. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so we're we're orienting, reorienting people again and again mm-hmm. to this story that should be reality defining for them, mm-hmm. rather than all the other stories yes. that this world tells us. And my story. And yeah, and my mm-hmm. story that seeks to define me, um, mm-hmm. that seek to pull us away mm-hmm. from who we now are in Christ and what we have in Christ by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I was really encouraged. I have not heard that quote from Calvin before,
0: but when I think Sounds like you need
1: to read a little bit more. You you (laughs) so outread me.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, Three ways that songs protect us, and it it lined up very much with what he was saying. We protect the church from the errors of the world by singing songs filled with Mm. rich theological Christ-exalting truth. So that's gotta be in there. Doesn't have to be dense or complicated, but it needs to be obvious and evident. These are truths from God's word. That's we're not we're not making stuff up. It's not our opinions. This is what the eternal, inerrant word of God says to us. So that's that's one way we protect the church through song. We protect the church from the vices of the world by reminding them of God's holiness and righteousness and purity and justice mm-hmm. and wrath, I think we talked about one of the other podcasts. Um, we need to sing songs about the fact that God punishes sin, mm-hmm. that, that He doesn't just kind of brush it off. Yes, those who have trusted in Christ as the full payment for their sin are fully forgiven, mm. but if you haven't trusted in Christ, you are not forgiven, you are, you are mm-hmm. a child of wrath. And if you're forgiven but thinking God doesn't care much about sin, well, all you need to do is look at the Son of God hanging on the cross in your place mm-hmm. to know how much God cares about sin, mm-hmm. how much He hates it. And then songs protect us not only from the errors and vices of the world, but from the pleasures of the world. Yeah. And I, I love the way he describes that. By presenting Christ in our songs as dazzling, Paul Tripp word, mm-hmm. and infinitely superior to worldly mm-hmm. joys. So our music should be beautiful. It should be appealing. We shouldn't sing dull melodies, mm. or, or or melodies that are you know totally disconnected with the words we're singing. That's one of the difficulties of, of having a, a good psalter, yep. you know, because so often we, they you know you'll just pick a tune and then we sing these amazing words to it. Mm. And it's like no, the tune is meant to support and complement those those words. So our music should be beautiful and appealing. Our words, our lyrics, even more so, mm. uh, because we are singing in a way that's opening people's eyes to the fact that music is great. Jesus is greater. Mm. So in in all those yeah. ways, we
1: protect the church. Yeah, I'm mm. yeah, just a one more um, step into historical theology. 1543, Martin Bucer. Uh, wrote a letter to John Calvin asking him to uh, put together a treatise defending the Reformation, mm. and so he wrote this this treatise called "The Necessity of the Reformation." Uh, mm. And the very first thing that that Calvin pointed to uh, as as being important and necessary in the Reformation was the right worship of God. Yeah. Um, mm. And so, and wow. where where the church, what Calvin's arguing is, where the church went off the rails is in their worship of God. That's where it began. Yes. yes. Uh, and so all manner of um, falsehood can be sown into our churches mm-hmm. if, we don't, if we don't see our corporate worship as a means of protecting the church. Yes. Yes. Wow.
0: It's, so, I mean, it's not just picking songs. Right. <laughs> it, is, it is shepherding people's souls. It's protecting them. And, and we, I think we moved to the last point yeah. is um, you know songs help us model for the flock...
2: Mm.
0: What someone who has been redeemed through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ looks like, how mm. they respond.
1: Mm. Um,
0: you know, as a leader, especially for those of us who are leaders, we need to demonstrate to people that we are—we are we're not just leaders; we're sheep. We're mm-hmm. not just shepherds; we're sheep. Mm. We're children of God, not just pastors. Mm-hmm. We need the truths we're singing. As much as the people were singing them too. Mm. And I remember, uh, I don't know if I've shared this on one of the podcasts or not, but it was such a moving moment for me. I was talking to Sinclair Ferguson, who just is a godly preacher, godly pastor. And I asked him, you know, Sinclair, when you preach, it so often seems as though Jesus himself were, is preaching. How do you do that? I didn't know what his response was going to be. <laughs> But uh, in his Scottish accent, he responded, he said, well, I always imagining myself sitting under my preaching. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm.
0: And I thought, wow. He, he said, if I'm not willing to sit under, sit under my preaching, why should I expect other people to? Mm. And I thought how appropriate that is for yeah. those who are leading the singing as well. It's like, yes, I'm a leader, but I'm more a facilitator. You know, I'm an administrator. I'm I'm keeping everything moving and, you know, trying to make sure that things make sense. But I'm sitting under this. Jesus mm-hmm. is our worship
2: mm-hmm.
1: leader.
0: He's the one who is leading us, your representative, all all those who are redeemed. He, he's our representative in in worshiping the Father, giving glory to the Father. I'm sitting under that. Mm -hmm. So, whether I'm on the platform, whether I'm in the congregation, whether I'm at home, I should be singing the same way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I should be demonstrating the same kind of engagement, the same kind of responsiveness, same kind of joy. Not, you know, sitting out in the congregation, you know, my arms folded, just kind of, they're okay. That's pretty good. I bet people are missing me right now. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's just that models something. Mm. If I'm an unengaged mm. or distracted person when mm. I'm in the congregation, that says to people not only that the singing is unimportant, but that, that sends off the message that worshiping God is unimportant. Yeah. You know, you're above that. You're yeah. better than that. And we are never above that. Mm. So, So we can model through the way we sing, most often off the stage, off the platform, yeah. and through the way we live, yeah. what it means to be a worshiper of God. Yeah. Yeah. Worshiper of God. Mm-hmm. And all of that, you know, if we are if we are shepherding souls through song, it's gonna make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. I think it's second Corinthians three eighteen, where Paul says, We all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Mm. Now, in context, that specifically that specific beholding the glory of the Lord means in His Word. Mm-hmm. But it certainly includes gathering together to behold His glory through mm-hmm. song, through the mm-hmm. Word, through the preaching, through the fellowship, through the prayer. We're being transformed into His image. Mm-hmm. So it should make people... Not just you know long for another experience of singing, but it should make them more secure in God's love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should make them more humble. Mm-hmm. You know, when we we reflect on who God is and how we're sinners in His sight and how Jesus has saved us, should make us more grateful. Mm-hmm. It should make us more unified. I mean, if. Mm-hmm. No matter what kind of music we're using, if we're focusing on these things, if people are being cared for with the gospel, if they're being led, if they're they're being fed, it's gonna make us aware that we are one yeah. in these things. And mm-hmm. you know what a what a joy it is to be able to use music and the word of God to actually shepherd people's souls mm. as as we lead them. It's again, it's just this massive privilege. That we shouldn't feel pressured about. We shouldn't feel kind of oh, you know, I've gotta do everything I can to make it right and maybe I can get people into God's presence. Mm-hmm. It's none of that. It's yeah. it's just rehearsing what God has done for yep. us in Christ, who He is for us in Christ, mm-hmm. um, and leading people in that and letting the Spirit produce that work in their hearts. Yeah.
1: Amen. You know? I love where Paul goes next in, in that Second Corinthians passage in, in chapter four, hmm. uh, he talks about how we've renounced disgraceful underhanded yes, ways. We yes. refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And and so it's that that clear mm. and open proclamation of truth mm. that, yeah. that we commend ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes on later, uh, for what we proclaim, verse five, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord. With ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake, yes. mm. for God who said, "Let light shine out of darkness," has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge mm. of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. And so we never, mm. in in this ministry of shepherding God's people through song, we're we're never seeing ourselves as the answer no. or the yeah. solution or yeah. as indispensable, uh, but as servants yeah, well uh, for Jesus' yes. sake. And uh, yeah, what I mean, so so I think all of our infatuation with um, technique. And mm. uh, processes, and I mean just give me yeah. give me the answer for how I do this better yeah um, yes, yes. it's it's right here in God's word, yeah uh, and we Amen. we openly declare the goodness of God that we behold in the face of Jesus Christ Amen. and yeah. uh, and and make that make that our aim, week in and week yeah. out and let that affect our lives. yeah um, I mean, this is how we commend ourselves uh, to others it's yeah. it's yeah. we see Jesus as our Savior. Mm-hmm. We walk by the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that, that sustains us and is the guarantee of our inheritance. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we live in, yeah, in light of uh, the reality of who God is as the reality definer of our lives.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and when you're living in that reality and you're leading others and you're shepherding them, they see that. They see yes. that in your character and yeah. your integrity. They see it's that compelling. just even in your uh, demeanor. Just mm. even in how you're leading. Are are you are you compelling them to oh, look, man. look with yeah. me yeah, to man. what we're singing yep. about? Yep. You know, I, I'm I'm realizing this yeah. as well. You know, and so I just think um yeah, I mean your face is radiant because yeah. you are beholding Christ.
0: Psalm thirty four thirty-four, five, those who look to him are radiant their faces will never be ashamed. And I think of even just recently I've seen you know, guys leading and their, their nose is just stuck in their music stand and there's just no visible change of emotion as they're singing these amazing words. Why'd they have to be playing
1: guitar? What's that? Why'd they have to be playing guitar? <laughs> well, I mean, why couldn't their nose be in their music stand playing piano?
0: I never see pianists doing this.
1: <laughs>
0: but plenty of guitarists, yeah. Now the same thing's true. Yeah, it's just these, these truths are so great. Mm-hmm. Who Jesus is... Is so great. He's so glorious, and you know, as we gather to sing, just it's the opportunity to realize how great he is mm-hmm. and yep. to realize Amen. what he's done for Amen. us. It's pure joy. Amen.
2: Yeah. So I mean, we've discussed a lot um, in these uh, these past couple episodes, uh, which have been so helpful. Uh, I hope so. And I don't want to. I'm just even for my own soul, and I don't want to just give like a practical template or, you know, follow these eight steps, like you said, Dev, but like, I am wondering for the worship leader, uh, or for someone who's picking songs in their church, that this is a lot of new information for them. And they're processing all this, all this, uh, where do you, what's the place to start Uh, when you're just processing all that we've talked about? Where do you go first? What can I work on first? Or how do I reorient my perspective to start to implement mm. some of these things, mm. what what would you say? How would you start that? Answer? I would
1: I would start with it starts with your own heart, and mm-hmm. so um, I would I would anticipate and hope that through this conversation that we've had over these and, few and episodes, this is
0: the fifth. Yeah, to I think, think for this, um, this topic,
1: yeah, through this conversation that that maybe the Holy Spirit has convicted you yeah. at different points where mm. you, you know what I I have just been seeing this as a job,
2: mm. and so uh,
1: and yeah. so my job is to um, uh, get my worship on <laughs> or whatever it is, <laughs> and uh, and maybe the Holy Spirit's convicted you mm. that no, like what what God wants is your heart. Mm-hmm. What God wants is you to to find in him um satisfaction mm-hmm. and hope, and mm-hmm. you haven't been doing that mm-hmm. um and so if if that's where you're at then then confess your sin to him mm-hmm. and know that he's faithful and just to forgive you for sin mm-hmm. uh, and then resolve to to so love God and then love his people yes. um and i think for for both of us as pastors as as we think about shepherding our people it's it's born out of love. So I mean, that whole... I was just talking about story a little bit ago and being a part of... I've been absorbed into Christ's story, and that means I'm a part of his body. Yes. Uh, I'm a part of the body of Christ. Um, and so I want to love those people. And so as I as I love them, I am gonna think about feeding them well mm-hmm. and leading yes. them more clearly mm-hmm. um, and protecting them and caring for them through their sin and their suffering, mm-hmm. and uh, and setting an example to them, because yes. I love them. Mm-hmm. But yes. it, that flows out of uh, my my just love for God. It has Let's, to start there. It has to start there. Yeah. Well, you You have to have a heart transformed. And
2: yeah.
0: we love God. We love because He loved us first. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's... Um, I mentioned um, the book Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortlund, I think mm-hmm. on a previous podcast, yeah. but th- that so clearly has... Um, Represented yes. Christ's heart
2: for mm. us.
0: Mm. That's what grace is. Mm. Grace is realizing we were worthy, we are worthy of punish eternal punishment, separation from God. We are absolutely worthy of that. That's justice. We want justice. That's what justice is. Mm. Every one of us experiencing eternal separation from God. Mm. God, in his mercy, devised a way, to satisfy divine wrath by giving His own Son, to satisfy divine justice, so that we might know His love and Mm. forgiveness and the gift of Himself." It's not even just His gifts, it's the gift of Himself. We have been invited in through the power of the Spirit, through the work of Christ, to commune with the triune God forever. Amen. You know, there are eternal joys at his right hand. Mm. The more we get a hold of that, the more that is our experience, the more we will not be able to. Help, but do those things yeah. Yes. Yeah. to yeah. love God, to love others. That's those are the the commands, right? Love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbors, yourself. Why? Why?
1: Because God loves you. Amen. And you don't deserve Amen. it. Amen.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's true, and it's secure, and it's just it's life transforming. So, too many of us as leaders, we 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 serve out of an empty tank. Mm. There's nothing
2: there. Yeah, well said.
0: You know, there's there's no life connection. That we're not abiding in the vine. It's John fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not abiding in the vine. We're abiding in our own efforts. We're abiding in our own experiences. We're abiding in our own perceptions. You know, no, abide in the vine of Jesus. Amen. We are united to Him. It is an ever-flowing stream of grace and mercy and goodness and joy, regardless of what we're going through. Yeah, and we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. But mm. it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, amen. And so. I, I totally agree with Devin. You, you, you where are you going to start? Start with your soul.
1: Mm.
0: Start with your view of mm. God and mm. Jesus Christ, mm. and then I'd say, you know, practically, in terms of the music ministry, start with the songs you're singing. Look yep. at them, evaluate yep. them. Ask yourself mm-hmm. these questions. Talk with your pastor mm-hmm. if you're a leader. Make sure that that you're together on this. You know, you're not just launching out into your own, you know, f- venture adventure. Right. Listen to these podcasts together. You know, just yeah. and for, as a as a grounds for discussion. Yeah. 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 Because again, that's for another podcast series. The whole pastor worship leader relationship, but it, it's important that everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Right. Right. You're seeking to do the same things mm-hmm. as you gather. Amen. So mm-hmm. I hope this is helpful to that end.
2: Yeah. Amen. You know. Yeah. Uh, We have, uh, in a couple of different podcasts, we've ended uh, just with a prayer, especially after we've done a series of episodes Mm -hmm. on one topic, just praying that uh, whoever is listening to this podcast, that this would just sort of cement into their hearts. Uh, This is, uh, we long to see... Christ-glorified in Amen. our midst when Amen. we gather. Really. Um, so, Dev, if you want to close our yeah, time with great. prayer, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. we'd love that, and it's been great to have you.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Father, thank you for uh, what we've been talking about, the gift mm-hmm. of, of your uh, revealing yourself to us in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, and thank you that we can receive Him by the Spirit, and uh, we can enjoy fellowship with you. Through what you've done, thank you that you you invite us and and you welcome us um, and and you invite us to come mm-hmm. even in spite of our in our of our weaknesses Amen. and our failings, um, uh, Lord. I pray for for those who are who are listening or watching, uh, Lord, would they be encouraged by the hope that's mm-hmm. found in you, mm-hmm. and would they see you as their their greatest treasure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Lord, thank you for the gift that it is to point people to you, to be your your sheepdogs, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. joyfully, um, at, at your behest, uh, care for uh, your people, your sheep. Uh, Lord, may we do that, that faithfully and joyfully. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. For more information, free sheep music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.